0: I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you're listening to the Catherine Zox Show. Uh, today, Jane Velez Mitchell was supposed to join us. She's a New York. She is a New York Times bestselling author and journalist. And our topic today, which is still going to be the topic today because her spokesperson is here with us, Mark Goldman, is about the demands that are intensifying on U.S. Postal Service to end shipments of live animals to prevent deaths in transport. Uh, As this crisis escalates with the United States Postal Service and the upcoming presidential election, a growing contingent of animal-loving Americans are demanding a change in the rules to prevent animals from being subjected to needless torture on a journey that would likely end in death. Postal employees have expressed their horror over the practice of live animal shipments. As it is a federal offense to tamper with U.S. mail, postal workers are forced to listen to the pathetic chirps of chicks dying inside abandoned boxes that the workers are legally not allowed to open. This is emotionally traumatizing to the postal workers, so we have a major problem here. Welcome to the show, Mark. Nice to have you on and representing uh, Jane, I guess, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, what? I just spoke to her and she is available for the show. It's not too late. Okay,
0: so put uh, her on and I'll do (laughs) Great. Uh, Yeah. Okay, Jane, hi. Uh, Thank you, Mark, and thank you. Hello. How are you? Hello, hello. Okay, now I'm going to read your short bio because uh, since you're on here, um, uh, as I said when I uh, introduced Mark, uh, we were supposed to have you. Now we have you, New York Times bestselling author and journalist. I've talked about what the topic is. Uh, And just to, I I know this is a growing concern for you, and you are an expert uh, in animal rights. You've won a lot of awards. She's winner. You are winner of the four of four Genesis Awards. Director of the award-winning documentary Countdown to Year Year Zero on Amazon's Prime Video, and for six years hosted a weekly animal segment on HLN. So this crisis now, which is interesting, I don't think a lot of people. There hasn't been a lot of press about these animals. Being transported and dying in transport. There's a lot about people not receiving their checks because of the mail not getting to them, or not perhaps not getting their votes will not be uh, accounted for. But not as much. I don't think there has been as, as as much press about what's happening with with the animal. So you know, fill us in because it's really, it is traumatic. It's uh, it's horrific actually. So how it's a horror show. It's yeah, a, a horror, horror show. show.
1: Okay. Yeah, and, okay. Yeah. Um, first of all, at, sentient beings, animals, shouldn't be shipped through the U.S. Mail ever. And we've been trying to stop it. I work with a group called Social Compassion Legislation. We've been trying to stop this for years uh, to no avail. And now the Postal Service is breaking down, and 4,800 chicks showed up dead. Now, this is complete moral bankruptcy. Okay? where we are regarding sentient beings as mere commodity. The essence of all evil is that some suffering doesn't count. This is the essence of all all basically ethical wrongs. Okay, my suffering counts, but your suffering because you're of a different form doesn't count. Now we have this taken to the extreme. It's already happening in factory farming where tails are cut off without anesthesia, where they're uh, castrated without anesthesia, where they're treated like commodities, never able to turn around, kept in tiny cages, fattened up for slaughter uh, without ever seeing the sky or touching grass, uh, phony commercials notwithstanding. But now we have a situation where you have one moral wrong, putting these animals in packages to begin with. I mean, if, if anybody even said that to a child, they say, what? That's not a good idea. But yet we do this with hundreds of thousands of animals. And because we well, have Jane, no use Well, Jane, you know, you're talking poids. about we
0: do this with hundreds, and hundreds of thousands of animals and we're not just doing it now. You've been working on this for years and years. Take us back a few steps. Like, yeah. w- when did this all start? Why are we doing it? And why do you think, why don't, why don't, we, why don't we empathize? Because people because- order
1: chicks, for example, because they want to have a backyard hen or they want to add to their collection of hens and they order chicks. They don't need the male chicks. You know, when you, when you eat an egg, Okay, it's two deaths. One, it's the male chicks. They don't need the male chicks. So when they produce females massively for factory farming, they have a little, uh, well, they have a whole uh, line, and the male chicks go in one chute, and the females go in another, and all the male chicks are macerated. They're ground up alive. This is why I tell people, when you think you're not causing any harm by eating an egg, not only is it packed with cholesterol, so it's terrible for you, but additionally, The industry doesn't need males, so all the male chicks are ground up alive. So what they also do when somebody orders female chicks, okay, because they want hens, uh, they will use the boys as packing. So they will take the boy chicks, and they will put them at the edge of the box and then put the females in the middle, and the boys uh, will uh, quite often die on um, transport, because they don't care about them. They only want the females so they can produce the eggs. So this is the kind of sick thinking that we have devolved to as a human race. And this is why we have a pandemic, because we have been disrespectful to nature. We've been disrespectful to our fellow creatures. If you look where this all... uh, first came into the news at the Wuhan slaughter market, you see wild animals mixed with domestic animals mixed with dogs, with blood and feces and guts and eyeballs and everything. It's a slaughterhouse. They could call it a wet market. It's a retail slaughterhouse. And so we look at that in horror and go, oh, of course it's gross. Of course it's disgusting and it's a petri dish for disease. But we do the same thing. We just cover it up better. That's what we do. And in fact, we have 80 wet markets in New York City alone. But getting back to the point of shipping, um, they actually did, social compassionate legislation did a shipment to prove to people because people wouldn't believe it. Oh, no, that can't be happening. And they did a shipment, and some of the chicks sh- showed up dead, and they did a whole video on it. And so, you know, when we get to this point... We and so what Europe was the response? They the did medieval- re-
0: a bit, you know, they did. It is sounds medieval as you're describing it, but they... Uh, did this uh, film. They filmed it. So then what was the response? Yeah. Or was there any, or was the any backlash to the whole is, nobody,
1: thing? Nobody, see, nobody can care. We've demonized animals so much in this society that if you even mention the suffering of animals, somehow that's an insult to people. And people go, wait a second, people are suffering. Well, now people are suffering because of the suffering of animals in this pandemic. So, we have to wake up. Uh, we can never talk about the suffering of animals. So if the congressmen who were gr- and congresswomen who were grilling DeJoy uh, about uh, basically sabotaging the Postal Service uh, by removing the sorting uh, ma- machines and by cutting overtime and doing whatever he could to completely destroy the Postal Service, um, if they had said, and, you know, 4,800 uh, chicks showed up dead... People would, people would say, well, you can't talk about chicks. People are suffering. Like, we're some gods. Chicks have hearts. They have eyes. They feel fear. They feel terror. They're all individuals. They have individual personalities. If you've ever gone to a sanctuary, you will hear the sanctuary folks talk about how these chicks, each one has their personality, their quirks, their likes and dislikes, just like your dogs. Uh, Yeah, I was going to, I'm I'm glad you mentioned
0: dogs because are there other kinds of animals that are also shipped through the U.S. mail? So we have the chicks, we have the females, the males, and okay, now are there other animals that we are also shipping through the postal service?
1: uh, I don't think it's limited to chicks. Chicks are the ones that are talked about because they're the vast majority because people, they're tiny and they they put them in boxes and ships, uh, ship them. I don't know the intricacies of of what's allowed and what's not allowed, uh, because chicks are for the most part what what we end up talking about. But you know, you've certainly seen stories about dogs flying on planes and being stuck in the cargo hold underneath, and then there's a delay in the flight, and the dog ends up dead. You know, there was a famous case where the the flight attendant told the, the girl to put the dog in the overhead container. And the dog died, and it was a big lawsuit. Um, but, but the point well, is... Well, do you remember after 9-11 the
0: when the uh, the the big uh, jets had a landing gander? That was one of the major problems with the animals who were stuck in the cargo, and they had to be rescued, but they weren't allowed to be taken off the plane because you had to go through immigration. That was a one of uh, a major yeah. issue. And,
1: yeah. Yeah, and we, we just... We have this arrogance as a species, and we better get over it because we're not even going to exist as a species in a few decades if we continue on this path. Let me give you another example. You no, know, we've destroyed most of the we've we destroyed most of the wildlife on the planet. Uh, the trajectory of extinction. We're in the middle of a sixth mass extinction, and if we continue destroying wildlife as we are, we will have virtually no wildlife vertebrates left on the planet, and it could happen as soon as 2026. You look at the Amazon, all the animals were clearing uh, the land. If you clear their habitat, they have nowhere to go. And so we clear uh, land for cattle grazing and logging, but it's primarily cattle grazing. The logging is the byproduct. And um, where do all those orangutans and parrots and uh, all the many,
0: many, many, many species go. They so what, go. Where, what go do we do? Where, where do we go? Miss, I mean, we listen. We, obviously, listening to you, you have a social media news channel and you talk about all of this. But so the average, the person who's listening to the gonna show... You're not going to like the answer. Uh, <laughs> You're not going to like the answer. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it.
1: We've got to stop eating animals. The, the chicks wouldn't be male through the male if we didn't want to have chickens uh, to eat. Or to eat their byproduct, which is a menstrual period. And um, the forest wouldn't be cleared if we didn't have cattle. Um, and the vast majority of food that is being grown is being fed to farm animals. 75% of all soy is fed to farm animals. See, we're only 7.8 billion humans, but we are um, forcibly impregnating, we know what that means. Um, and raising and killing in industrialized torture, that's what it is, 70 billion cows, pigs, chickens, turkeys, goats, and lambs every year, okay? So the vast majority of food that's being produced on the planet is being produced for farm animals, not for humans. So if we phase out animal agriculture, there's a lot of things we can do. One, we can end world hunger. If you took just the 75% of soy that's fed to farm animals and fed it to children who are starving, you could end world hunger. Ditto for the corn, the wheat, the grain. All of this is being fed to farm animals. And so if you fly over the United States and you look at all that farmland and go, oh, that's beautiful. We're feeding people. No, we're not. We're feeding farm animals because we eat very little compared
0: to all these farm animals. And, so we need and to be vegans? You're saying we should all, all of us. We should be ve- vegans. Yes. yes,
1: that's why we're creating all these products like Beyond Meat and Impossible Burgers and Just, which has an egg that is in a container that has no eggs in it, so it's zero cholesterol, so you won't get a heart attack from eating it. <laughs> um, that is going to go public. We're in the process. Even the meat industry knows it's we either are going to change or we're going to we're going to go out of business as a species. You know. It's been 130 degrees in Death Valley. The temperatures are getting higher and higher because trees absorb carbon. Trees absorb the carbon, which keeps the temperature low. If you destroy all the trees, as we're doing in the Amazon, as we're doing with the California wildfires, um, it's going to get hotter and hotter. So climate change is a real thing. You know, uh, people like to think, oh, Do you think we've waited too long? Climate
0: change has been around or the need to address climate change has been around for a long, long time. And it's just literally now that we're as a country or as a nation beginning to take a look, hey, we need to do something. Do you think we've reached the tipping point that we can't do anything about it?
1: Well, I actually did a documentary, which is on Amazon Prime, uh, called Countdown to Year Zero. And it um, says we have till 2026 to transition to a plant-based society or we will reach the point of no return. So we have uh, four years, you know, six years, six years, sorry, (laughs) six years uh, to, um, it doesn't mean that there's going to be vegan police, you know, going around the block and saying, oh, is that belt leather? What it means is that we're going to flip the equation and where you go into a restaurant now and everything's meat and if you want something that's not meat, you know, sometimes you have to just get a salad it's, and it's already happening. It's going to flip to where there's what nature gave us to eat vegetables, grains, nuts, fruits, which we can arrange in hundreds of thousands, if not millions of different combinations that are absolutely delicious. That's why I have my vegan cooking show on Amazon Prime, which is called New Day, New Chef. You've got to check it out because we have so much fun. This isn't a sacrifice. You feel better, you have more energy, you have a lower cholesterol level. You're less likely to get a heart attack. Processed meat is cancer-causing, officially cancer-causing, another thing the media doesn't talk about. So if we make this transition, all of our other problems mostly will disappear. Let me give you an example. You say, well, this woman's crazy. We all stop eating animals and our problems will disappear. Okay, climate change is one of our biggest problems. I just explained how uh, trees absorb carbon. If we got rid of the animal agriculture and started reforesting all of those farms, uh, then we'd start to be able to absorb the carbon and the temperature would gradually go back to where it was 200 years ago and we'd be okay. If you look at the healthcare, that's one of our biggest crises. We, we, we spend so much money on healthcare and people spend so much money out of pocket and yet we're so unhealthy. Well, if we started eating uh, a plant-based diet, they've shown it systematically. Uh, 12 out of the 14 Um, top diseases are preventable or reversible with a plant-based diet. Uh, Heart disease kills one out of every four people,
0: COVID aside. Now, you're talking about, Uh, I'm listening to you because I'm thinking, you're talking about individuals and what we can do to change and uh, go to your show and and watch that for one thing and and be able to cook and uh, eat vegan. But don't you need some, uh, from the top, people, the companies, the corporations to buy into that, the people who supply us with the food, the grocery stores, I mean, uh, we... That has to change, too, besides our attitudes they towards are, though,
1: It's supply and demand. They are. As the price of, like, the Beyond Meat burgers drop and the Impossible burgers drop and the vegan cheeses by Miyoko's and Deya and Tree Line and Follow Your Heart drop, people are buying them. They're up, like, 600%, something like that, in this pandemic. Obviously, different products have different, but they're all skyrocketing. And um, even the meat companies have formed plant-based meat. JBS is one of the biggest meat companies in the world. They just certified a vegan meat line that we um, asked the uh, vegan certification woman to test, and she said, I couldn't eat it. It was just like meat because she's she's vegan. She said, "I, I actually couldn't eat it because it tastes exactly like meat. And so if you can have a product that tastes exactly like meat that has zero cholesterol and is not cancer-causing, because processed meat is cancer-causing, why wouldn't we just adopt that? And, um, of course, lab-grown meat is being developed for those hardcore people who use excuses like my blood type or, you know, people come up with the wackiest excuses for what? Just like I'm 25 years sober, I used to come up with the most incredible excuses for why I had to have a drink. Um, (laughs) It's the same thing. We're addicted Uh, meat, especially in the form that it comes in In fast food, which is packed with sugar, salt, and fat, which are products that we are biologically pre-programmed to crave to get us through times of famine. And the fast food companies know this. So you can go into a fast food restaurant and have, you know, a shake and fries and a double whatever burger with cheese and everything. And you can have more than your daily requirement, caloric requirement, in one sitting. And then, of course couple of hours later, since addiction is you know, one is too much, a 1,000 isn't enough, you want it again. Then you go back and you have more. And then next thing you know, you're obese. Yeah, of well, Americans, 50% percent of us
0: or 60% of us are overweight and 50% are obese and and what, yeah. half the population has diabetic or pre-diabetic and we can go on and on as a result of our eating habits. Slow to change though, because like you say, it's an addiction and it's habitual and it's really difficult to get people Sort of out of that way of behaving. I mean, uh, just like you say, if you have a, any kind of addiction, drinking problem, drug problem, whatever it is, so it's a slow process. But uh, well, we have a. Well, couple- now's a
1: great time. You're stuck at home. Don't yeah. go to the fast food restaurant. You know, get some. Eat frozen vegetables they are fine. Get some frozen vegetables. Get some rice. Um, you know, make a stir fry. Um, yeah, throw in a little extra firm tofu. It's not bad. I had it yesterday for lunch. It's very good. And it's filled with protein. You know, I happen to uh, love it. Yeah. Change your relationship with animals because people don't like to think about the fact that they're eating animals. That's why they call it pork instead of pig. That's why they make all these euphemisms. The average American kills about 10,000 animals in their lifetime. So for the animal kingdom, the average American is a serial killer.
0: Jane, and two minutes I left, would you give us the website language. so we can do, Go well, com is one, uh, so that yeah. we can listen and have, that people can have more of a dialogue with you on your show and, and listen and hear yeah. and to what you're doing. So, give us a couple websites, yeah. Well,
1: com is a great one. We have thousands of recipes, and I'll give you an example. Um, we started doing something called Lunch Break Live, a daily vegan cooking show, as soon as Facebook Live started. It's been four years approximately. We've done thousands of shows. We've never repeated a single recipe. And every single thing that you eat in meat form, we've made. We can make vegan crab cakes. We can make vegan tuna salad. We can make vegan egg salad. Um, We make... uh, you know, lasagna, desserts, ice cream, vegan ice cream. You know, you can make it all at home. You save to time. Yeah, we have say. to say
0: goodbye, but I do want to say I like ending on this note because you're talking about variety because that's one of the things that people always criticize. It's so boring if you eat vegan, but you've just given us an example of thousands of different kinds of recipes, which is great. Um, thanks for being on the show yeah, this morning. It was great show. talking to you.
1: Watch the show, New Day, well, New Chef on Amazon Prime. It's a lot of fun.
0: Great. Thank you.
1: Okay, bye.
0: Bye. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you've been listening to The Catherine Zox Show.